everybody gather near the doctors in the house. So lend them your ears. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is. So I'm going to pull this up here 
And uh, we'll play this and then we'll get on with Professor Peskin, who will build on last week's program and the week before regarding sunscreens, vitamin D, melanoma, okay, and the dangers of using too much sunscreen. Well, in, in any case, let's get started because I want to get Dr. Uh, Professor Peskin on the air. Here's Paul Harvey, 1965, ladies and gentlemen, 1965. If I were the devil, if I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the. So I'd set about however necessary to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington, And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing, I'd have judges promoting pornography, Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious what'll you bet I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich I would caution against extremes in hard work in patriotism in moral conduct I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned that swinging is more fun that what you see on TV is the way to be and thus I could undress you in public And I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I had so many requests to replay that, and it definitely is prophetic from 1965. Okay, so this is Dr. Ron. We have a tremendous guest today, Professor Brian Peskin. 
And I love him because a lot of reasons. He's really smart, and the so-called experts have called him a quack. And that is such a great title because they have no idea what they were talking about. Dr. Peston, he's an international lecturer. He's an authority on physiologic plant-based oils. He's a highly acclaimed author. He, he wrote a book that was a landmark book on the hidden story of cancer. He, he's a graduate of a prestigious university, MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. He received an appointment as an adjunct professor in the Department of Pharmacy and Health Sciences at Texas Southern University from 1998 to 1999. Physicians around the world rely on his insights and conclusions. Professor Peskin is, quote, the physician's resource for PEO-based solutions. And what you're going to about, about to hear, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, just a, a, a man who, who is a scientist. He knows how to interpret data. He knows that everything is a system and that systems work within systems. He's not an isolationist. He does, you know, he's not one of the, like I talk about, you know, who has a dermatologist, a, a renologist, and, and nobody connects all the dots. So uh, I, I love him having on, love him being a guest on the show for many reasons. Uh, he is the one that, that talked to us about, uh, you know, fish oils being antifreeze, antifreeze for cold water fish. I know that woke up a lot of people out there. Okay, he's the one that, that, that started all this, and he has uh, coined the parent essential oils. But with that, I mean, I'm, not, I don't want, I'm not here to tell you about this. If you go to the page on, the, on, a, on Block Talk Radio, you'll, there's a link for the four other shows that he was on on Block Talk Radio on my program, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. You can listen to them there. But without further ado, I want to uh, welcome uh, Professor Brian Peskin. Thank you. Appreciate Good afternoon. It. Uh, Hello. God bless you. You're, this is great. All right. Can you hear me? Absolutely. All right. So, Dr. Peskin, Professor Peskin. Yeah. Uh, the past couple of weeks, we've talked about sunscreens. We've talked about, you know, what that there, there's no validated claims that the sun is not safe because it causes melanoma. We talked about sunscreens actually promoting skin cancer, and they're toxic yes. to body systems. The chemicals can bind uh, hormone receptors, estrogen, testosterone, etc. And we try to let people know that sunshine provides many benefits for the whole body. And we talk about UVB and D3 levels. And don't, don't be conned about SPF ratings. And uh, on and on about the, the, the fake uh, advertising. And going came across some research about uh, omega fatty acids and cancer, and I remember you talking on our program one time about melanoma. So I said, "Well, fit for our audience to learn how to protect themselves against skin cancer, most from the sun and vitamin D." And with that, Doctor Professor, why don't you let it just inform us of, of, of all your research? Well, first thing is the skin. What is it made up? There's no fish oil in the skin. There's no omega-3 <laughs> in the skin. It is all parent omega-6. And the problem is if you don't have integrity of that skin because you're eating a pile of processed omega-6, adulterated, meaning it doesn't properly work, 
your skin will be very problematic. And vitamin D is made when the sun hits the skin, by the way. So that's the way you get vitamin D naturally. So if the integrity of the skin isn't there, the vitamin D won't get made properly as it's supposed to. Also, if you're taking fish oil, because it is such a super pharmacologic overdose, Doc, that will go into the skin, and fish oil turns rancid, oxidizes at room temperature spontaneously. So hmm. when the sun hits your skin, that's not supposed to have any parent omega-3 or the derivatives, which are DHA, EPA from fish oil. That is one of the biggest problems. It is spontaneously oxidizing. And that's one of the main reasons why skin cancers keep going through the roof and the dermatologists don't have a clue. Sunscreen is not the answer. There's plenty of cultures that stay out in the sun, and they don't have skin cancer rates like we do. So it's not that. And it's the same old story. The medical profession just never gets it right because they don't concentrate on the essential fatty acids like I do. It's a real tragedy, but that is the answer to get unprocessed parent omega-6, and it's in seed oils like sunflower seeds, evening primrose seeds, safflower. But you need to get these oils organically. If you get them from the supermarket, they are ruined. They're adulterated. They don't work. That's a hydrogenated oil, interesterified oil. There's many ways they can do it. But if you don't get organically grown and organically produced oils, you will have cancer in your future, absolutely. And do not take fish oil because that spontaneously oxidizes. And if that's in the skin, you are in big, big problems. If anybody has age spots, that's called lipofuscin. That is oxidized oil in the skin. And if you have it in the skin, which a lot of older people do, it's also in all your organs. And no amount of antioxidants you take will help it. So we're creating our own demise, unknowingly, of course, but we're our own worst enemy. So one of my biggest messages is to get these unprocessed oils because 25 to 33% of every one of your 100 trillion cells has these oils in the cell membrane. A quarter to a third of every one of your 100 trillion cells has these oils in them. So if there is a deficiency or either you're not getting enough or you're getting adulterated ones, they don't work. Now just imagine you have 100 trillion cells and they don't work. Would you expect there to be a problem? The answer is of course. I may not know up front what they are, but after years of researching it, I can tell you what they are. And cancer is one of the biggest ones, and that's Otto Warburg's work. Uh, the greatest physiologist of the 20th century, MD, PhD, Nobel Prize winner, and they didn't know how to solve this problem. He conclusively showed lack of cellular oxygenation is the cause of cancer. Now, you're getting that because of the heat on the skin and the adulterated oils. They don't work, so they're oxidizing, and ba-boom. It's very simple if you understand what your skin is made up of. And again, there's no fish oil, there's no omega-3 in your skin. So anybody saying, <laughs> you know, my skin is better because I take fish oil, how? What is the metabolic pathway for that? 
The answer is there isn't. You're giving yourself skin cancer. Also, there was a select trial done where the highest fish oil leaders got the most prostate cancer, and they couldn't figure out why. And I wrote a major paper on that, which, by the way, got retracted because so many people complained about (laughs) criticizing fish oil. And what they said was because I have plant-based oil patents and didn't specifically disclose that, they retracted the article. It was a review article. There was no mention of anything I said wrong in the article. It was just people complaining. And the journals today are political they don't care about the science the way they used to. It's tragedy. The truth it, is it, lies. Lies is the truth, just as the 1955 little little monologue had. It's tragic. Yeah, it really is. And and I've talked about that. And I, I have an, an article I want to talk about at the end of the program about the uh, hydroxychloroquine. We already know that a couple of those articles were retracted from major yeah. journals, but that was yes. for complete fraud. That yes. was fraud, and they yes. printed them. They thought yes. they could get away with it. And to your point about fish oils, uh, the, there's that Cochrane Review. Uh, yes. That I, right? They could not find any benefit from fish oils. They're the best in the world reviewing studies, and out of mm-hmm. all the fish oil ones they looked at, they could only take about 20. Supposedly there's 15,000 fish oil studies. They could find 20 that were properly conducted, which means the other 14,000, <laughs> or almost all of them are worthless. And that, that's my big joke today, Doc. Publishing is an end in itself. Most of the papers are absolute garbage. They shouldn't even be written. But if you're in academia or at a hospital, the way you're judged is how many papers do you have? And this is why you have physicians with their names on, you know, 400 and 500 papers. And my big question to them is, what have you shown? Do you have a new drug with all these papers? Do you have a new nutritional supplement? What do you have? And the answer is nothing. They are an end in themselves publishing garbage. And it's very unfortunate today. It's gone down the tubes just like everything, just like fake news. Well, there's fake journal articles all over the place. And the sad part is, is the once they're retracted, it makes page 82 at the bottom, yes. and the damage was already done. Correct. That's a very right? big point. Actually, one of the uh, editors of, I think it was uh, New England Journal of Medicine, uh, I think her name was Appel, A-P-P-E-L-L, uh, resigned because she said one in ten articles that we get should be printed, but we don't get enough quality articles she couldn't take it anymore this was almost 10 years ago and it's tragic they're printing garbage and they know it but they have to because they don't have any quality ones most things shouldn't even get published or they fail they have brilliant articles written superbly well but the thing doesn't work so you have this superbly technical written article on a failure and you know they try and make it seem like it's not a failure but they are failures, and it's just tragic. But to mention uh, sunscreen, actually hazardous chemicals get into the bloodstream, and the FDA had to do their own investigation because they could not get this from any of the sunscreen oil manufacturers. made a big scandal a couple of years back that you're basically poisoning yourself with the sunscreen, and this is right. the FDA doing it themselves. 
never got any real press because it's not in their interest to get this out there, of course, because nobody would use the sunscreens. But there's piles <laughs> of people that get skin cancer in areas that are covered all the time that these people don't even go out in the sun or they use sunscreen all the time. So it doesn't even hold up, and it makes no sense. The sun is required. You need the sun. Everything thrives in the sun. And what are we told? I have two cats. They always pick the sunniest spot to go outside and sit. It's hilarious. <laughs> or even inside. We have some big windows. They'll pick the one spot that has the sun and sit in it for hours. Now you go, oh, they got fur, so it's different. They intuitively know, give me that sun. And what are we yeah. told? Stay out of it. Horrible. And that's how your vitamin D is made. But the problem is the way it's made the intermediate factor, your skin, doesn't have the integrity. So we are killing ourselves. By the way, every lining of your artery, it's called the intima, is made from parent omega-6-2, just like your skin. So if your skin has lipofuscinase spots, all the interior arteries do too. What's that going to do? Well, it's going to degrade them. You're going to get uh, occlusions, which are clogs. You're going to get blood clots. You're going to have a mess when you should have nothing. Nobody should be dying of a heart attack. Nobody. So, so your 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 theory and your your research is showing that we're 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 doing this to ourselves by taking rancid fish oils, eating uh, trans fatty acids. Any fish acids. oil. The, the fish oil doesn't even have to be rancid. I was just asked this the other day. I, you know, every patient says I I'm using the best fish oil in the world. It's physiologically wrong. Like I mentioned before, it's antifreeze for a fish. Because if you have a fish in 30-degree water, it would turn into a block of ice, just like we would if I threw you in 30-degree water. An hour later, you're a block of ice, you're dead. So nature has two possibilities, either give you alcohol, in which case you'd have a drunk fish, or what's called long-chain fatty acids, that's a DHA, EPA. And what people aren't told is a warm-water fish, which there are, 70-degree water, has 14 times less DHA than the cold water fish living in 30-degree water. Now, it needs less antifreeze. We're at 98.6. So you take an oil that rancid auto-oxidizes at room temperature, 70 degrees, which it does, and put it at 98.6, it's all gone bad. You don't have enough antioxidants, and what happens, Doc, is your body takes the antioxidants from areas where it needs them, like the brain, and puts it into your bloodstream because you're taking all this fish oil, now your brain's unprotected. Do we have problems? Mm. Yeah, Alzheimer's through the roof, dementia through the roof. We never used to have that before. 1940, 1950, there was virtually no dementia. Now it's standard, and there's no drug that will help you one bit. We're doing it to ourselves. So. The answer is diet, and how, uh, do we need to supplement with the parent essential oils? And I want to just go stop there one second because I want our audience to know what, what Professor is talking about. He's sure. talking about omega-3 and omega-6, which is the uh, linoleic acid. That's yes. the omega-6, right? And yes. the alpha-linolenic, alpha-linolenic acid, which is the omega-3. Parent omega-3, yes. These two have to come from food. We cannot make them. We cannot make either parent omega-6 or parent omega-3. We have to get them from food. So I tell everybody, just to be safe, 
take a supplement at a dollar fifty a day, no cancer, no heart disease. When I say no, ninety nine percent. I mean, if you gave, if you told me, here's ten million dollars. What is the best way to protect yourself? It's get the organic, unprocessed, right blend of Parent Omega-3, Parent Omega-6, and I like GLA-2 because that makes derivatives like PGE-1, which is your body's number one anti-inflammatory, and that Ah. stops the cytokine storm that they're talking about with COVID-19. That's what killed all these people on respirators, a cytokine storm, and an anti-inflammatory modulates that. So I like giving a formula that has GLA in it, and evening primrose oil is a superb oil for that because it bypasses that pathway. You will have an impairment in that pathway, the anti-inflammatory pathway, if you're taking chemotherapy, if you're taking most drugs, if you're drinking a lot of liquor, if you're diseased. They will impair it. In the average population that has no disease, there's no impairment. And this was the big thing. Oh, you can't make enough DHA EPA from the parent omega-3 because they thought all of it was converted into those derivatives. But they missed the fact 25 to 33% stay in parent form in the cell membrane. Mm. And you need lots of parent omega-6. We're all getting overdosed on omega-6, all getting overdosed on adulterated processed non-functional omega-6 and the reason they have to modify these oils chemically is because you can't have cereal smelling like fish that's gone bad right nobody buy it (laughs) nobody is telling people you better counteract that and professor lance who was a brilliant biochemist in 1990 conclusively showed the oils in the membrane are in proportion to what you eat meaning if i eat 80 percent junk food 80% of my membranes are adulterated. And I'm not saying you can't eat any junk food, but you better get the unprocessed, fully functional oils as a greater percentage than the junk food. And that would be all of your cooking oils at the fast food restaurants. Even the fine dining restaurants are now using all canola oil and modified fats because they don't know either. So coconut oil was a great oil, for example, to pop popcorn in. Well, Canada came along and gave us canola oil, which is rapeseed oil. That's, a, that's how mustard gas was made that kills your entire nervous system and kills you, mustard gas, in World War II. So people should be very well aware of that. It's from grapeseed oil, but they don't say that. Not, not grapeseed, flat, um, canola oil. But they don't say that. You know, canola oil is Canada oil, so they, they, they don't give you the full disclosure on this. We're killing ourselves unknowingly, and nobody's saying a word. It's horrible. So, so no, you, you, your recommendation, based on you're the expert, is no matter, even if you have a good diet, first of all, you should avoid fish oils and Absolutely. You, oil. you need that's, no that's, fish oil at all. Don't touch it. Okay, so but uh, it's poison how about... for a human being, especially in the dosages we're being told to take in the brain. National Institutes of Health and USDA did superb studies. The brain only uses on a daily basis 0.4 milligrams to seven milligrams, and I'm a conservative guy, so I'll say double it, 15 uh-huh. milligrams. If you look at the average fish oil capsule, 
there's 600 milligrams of DHA and EPA. So the average person will be getting 20 to 500 times overdose of DHA EPA on a daily basis. Now, to put that in perspective, how would you feel if you took 100 aspirin at one clip? Don't do it. I'm being very facetious. Yeah, You'll be yeah. dead. You'll be dead. Well, this huh. is what we're doing with fish oil on a daily basis, and physicians are out there telling patients to do this. It is horrible. So NIH and USDA tells us what we need, and, and I, I, I don't see anybody referencing this. That would be the first stage I'd want to look at is how much do you need? I've never seen any fish oil company come up with a method of, of say, saying how much we need referencing these articles. Right. They did radioisotope testing, so they told exactly where it went. The brain has 14% DHA. It also has 10% AA, which is arachidonic acid, which is the omega-6 pathway. So it's the same order of magnitude, and nobody talks about that. And there's also parent omega-6 and parent omega-3 in the brain, too. There's not a lot, but it modulates so much. The oils modulate the proteins. Everybody talks about proteins and amino acids. You get those from food, no problem. A steak has got all the amino acids you could ever need. You don't need them. You're getting them in the regular food. What you're not getting in the regular food is unprocessed organic parent omega-6 and parent omega-3. Now, those oils are in constituents of meat, but you typically cook the heck out of it, and it's not going to be fully functional. So I tell everybody, take a supplement at a buck fifty a day, tops. You're an idiot if you don't take it. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, what that what Professor is saying is, you know, we, we probably we should be taking a supplement. We want to avoid first of all, you don't want to put anything in your body that's gonna kill you and poison you. And from what I understand from prior conversations is yeah. your body will convert all the derivatives it needs as long as, long as you provide the parent. Is that true? Yes, um, for the omega-3 pathway, because so little is needed. For the omega-6, remember, the delta, saturase, uh, delta 6 to saturase enzyme is what everybody talks about. That's where it goes from parents to derivatives. That's why I like GLA. If you have the GLA in there, your body will make all the anti-inflammatory because you shouldn't be having arthritis. You shouldn't be having autoimmune diseases. These are all problems caused by not having the organic, fully functional parent omega-6. The omega-3 is much, much weaker than the omega-6 series. And I've never seen an article saying why anything with omega-3 is so good, except if you take a pile of omega-3 and omega-3 derivatives like fish oil, it displaces the omega-6. And especially in the cardiolipin of the mitochondria, which is all where your energy is made, the inner layer cardiolipin, which is parent omega-6, there's no omega-3 in it. So if you take fish oil, it displaces the critical omega-6 and doesn't work. Wow. Isn't that horrible? And there was a major article that came out talking about how you could have up to 50% impaired functionality of the mitochondrial enzymes in your heart. That leads to congestive heart failure directly. 
So by taking fish oil, you're on your way to congestive heart failure. By not getting the parent omega-6 components, you will not have prostacyclin, which comes from arachidonic acid and makes it where the platelets can't stick to each other, nor can they stick to the inner lining of the artery, the epithelial tissue, which is the intima. So if you take away those conditions where the platelets can't stick together or can't stick to an artery, I don't know how you'd ever have a heart clog, an occlusion, a thrombosis. You can't get that. And by the way, cancer only spreads when you have occlusions, when you have a blood clot. If you don't have a blood clot, localized cancer doesn't kill most people. What kills it is the metastasis, and that is always caused because your blood doesn't flow. And the best way to have that blood flow is the omega-6 PGE-1, the biggest anti-inflammatory. It's also a vasodilator, so it makes the arteries as wide as they're supposed to be instead of naturally constricted, and it makes it where the platelets can't stick together and can't stick to the artery wall. Again, those two conditions gone. I don't know how you get a heart attack. And they oxygenate. How do you stay healthy? Oxygen, right? Oxygen kills yep. everything. That's ozone treatment. So ozone is wonderful if it's put into the bloodstream. If you breathe it in, it doesn't do a lot because you don't. it's not going to get into the bloodstream. But Dr. Rowan's a colleague of mine. We wrote PEO Solution together. He's a major ozone therapy proponent, one of the world's best. And even Ebola, it killed it. Of course, nobody cared because it's not a drug, but it killed it. He he he, yeah. he did five or six patients. Uh, he went over to Africa on his own money, and it solved the problem. Well, I know ozone works because I did a program on ozone and COVID, and they took it off. There you so, go. So they want I, nothing I to t- do with I the truth. By the way, by the way, the parent omega six destroys all lipid envelope viruses, which COVID nineteen is. If it has a lipid envelope the omega-6 will have the virus membrane leak, which means it's killing it. And if there's sufficient amount of it, it destroys the whole virus. There was a paper in 2019, and if people hit my website, brianpeskin.com, it's B-R-I-A-N, P as in parent, E-S-K-I-N.com, right on the homepage, there's two papers there, one on high carbs, how they're horrible, but the other one's talking about the papers referencing, and there's two of them. I didn't do this research. Um, I found it. I've never seen anybody talk about this at all with COVID-19. Everybody I'm telling to take these oils, I haven't had anybody even contract it. I don't know how you'd get it. Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, they're, they're, they're right on his front page. It says compelling reads, and, and, That's and, it. and I've read them. Yeah, and they are compelling, and I think everyone and and they're free. That's even more compelling. Absolutely. (laughs) And and, and what's horrible today, Doc, is people are staying home, and what do they do when they stay home? Snack foods, pizza, soda, ice cream, candy, all carbohydrates. Carbohydrates raise your blood sugar, and it is horrible. It allows everything to live. That's bad for us in the bloodstream when it shouldn't be. So that is one thing you don't want to be doing. And these oils, one of their benefits, they negate the craving for carbs. That is one of the biggest things they automatically do. Your cravings just go away. I gave my wife a piece of candy today, a bit of honey. She used to love it. She'd eat the whole damn bag 10 years ago. 
She goes, this, this tastes terrible today. I said, that's what these oils do. They make it where you don't even want this high sugar stuff. I used to live on pizzas. I'd have them three times a week, feel horrible. And by the way, every gram of carbohydrate, every ounce of carbohydrate, you need three ounces of water. It acts like a sponge. This is why you eat a pizza. Three hours later, you're drinking a quart of water, and you're up all night feeling horrible. And never mind your blood sugar going through the roof. But for diabetics, these oils are a godsend. And everybody's diabetic today. You know what? You bring up a really interesting point about the lockdown that I've been talking about. A, it's it's causing fear and depression. B, it's making people eat unhealthy. uh, And C, they're not getting the sunshine, the vitamin D. No, they're staying inside. Right? Now, I mean, everything have, is against them. Every, yes. and no wonder the nursing home people are dying. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you this. One of the worst things you can do is have fear all the time, which is everybody's petrified, because that burns up the oxygen. It's like I have a foot on the brake and a foot on the gas, and I'm burning up oxygen, which I need, because I'm afraid. And that is the worst thing you can do is have somebody in fight or flight. It takes all the blood and puts it to the muscles. And we're in fight-or-flight syndrome all day long like a wild leopard is going to run after us and eat us. That's what has been done. So you have no idea what's going to happen a year out. People are going to be so much sicker because of this lack of oxygen. The hospitals are all going to be overflooded with cancer and heart disease going through the roof, diabetes too. It's a horrible state of affairs we're in. Horrible. Yeah, it really is. It's, they it's just made a start, start wearing masks in Houston yesterday. And oh, we on. started to have rest. We're at the forefront of letting people out here. But there's a county judge that, you know, it's way overboard. She doesn't know any science, any medicine in the least. And they're scaring the heck out of people. I was in two restaurants. One had two tables out of 20. One had nobody in it at lunchtime. Huh. That used to be packed, so people are petrified. They're not going out. They're in a perpetual state of fear, and like you say, they're living on junk food. And if you look at those two papers, it's a horrible, horrible state of affairs we're in. Absolutely. The blind are and- leading the blind. And a mask is actually horrible for the wearer because it's concentrating the carbon dioxide. When you exhale, you're breathing it back in. It doesn't do anything to stop the virus from spreading because the weave of a mask to a virus, which is so small, you might as well have a window that's open for the mask. That's what it sees. Every, every weave is like an open window to the virus. You're not doing anything. And as far as spraying everything, viruses are transmitted, breathing them in. You could eat them all day long. You have a newborn baby. What does it do? It crawls for a few years on the floor. It licks everything. It's licking your your mother's shoes, for crying out loud. The baby doesn't get sick from that. You get sick by breathing viruses and bacteria in, not so much through the mouth. It's always in through the nose. Unless you're infected by a a tick or something, that's a different story. But I'm not talking that. That's not viral. Um, That's more bacteria and mold. Yeah, wearing a mask, I've been against this for a lot of reasons. Number one, because of Otto Warburg. You decrease your oxygen concentration by 20% by wearing a mask. Oh, yeah, you're creaming yourself. 
You're also yeah. a lot of the healthcare workers I've talked to get dermatitis from the mass and the surgeons they they they're oxygen deprived. It's yep. the stupidest thing, but it quote makes people feel safe. Didn't say you are safe. It makes them feel safe. Stupidest thing in the world is somebody outside running with a mask in a park or driving in their car with a mask. I mean, people are doing this. It's unbelievable to me. Fulch even said it doesn't do anything. Then he reverses it and says it does. So nobody has any confidence anymore, but they're all petrified. And what do you do when you're petrified? You listen to anybody telling you what to do, yeah. right or wrong. Fear. You can't think. Yeah. Well, you can't even no. think. No. No, fear, 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 fear is, a, is, a, is a tactic that's been used for centuries to control people. Absolutely. And, uh, All the blood flow is diverted into the muscles, like I said, like a wild animal is getting ready to eat you. So that's what the body does when you're in fight or flight in a fear mode. It doesn't need you to be thinking. It needs you to be running. So all your thinking processes are stopped. This is why people are in a brain fog. I see people today with these masks on. I'm backing up the car, and they're walking in back of me like they're oblivious. I've never yeah. seen anything like this. They have no memory anymore. You tell them it's to go. Uh, you know, this is to go for a cup of coffee at Starbucks or something. And 20 seconds later, is that for here to go? I told yeah, you it was exactly. to go when I started the conference. They, they can't remember anything. So what I'm no. saying is absolutely true, and it's not just one person. I look at this stuff. It's all of them. Every time I go to Starbucks, because my wife likes some coffee there, I say the same thing, and every time, can you repeat that? Uh, or, or they make a mistake. It, it, they have no memory. They're all in fight or flight. They're in fight or flight, and they're lacking the one nutrient that you could only live three to four minutes without, and that's oxygen. You got it. The biggest thing in the world, and these oils are the key. Because they disassociate in the membrane, too. It's not just the oxygen passing through the membrane which there's about six to six to seven different membranes that oxygen has to pass, it disassociates in the same way hemoglobin has the oxygen in your bloodstream with the iron, the oxygen disassociates. Well, the cell membrane oxygen you disassociate too. Nobody talks about that. They act like it's only a filter for the oxygen going back and forth. It's much more than that, and that is a key, key biology thing and physiology issue nobody seems to know which is horrible that is so key that they just don't get it and it's not no. talked about so the solution is over on the left and everybody's looking over on the right they're never yeah. it's not there i don't care what you do you're not going to solve the defective oil adulterated oil problem of typically the omega-6 side because nobody fries in omega-3 oils they're too reactive so all the cooking all the baking all the frying is the omega-6 oils and it, it's the biggest nutritional deficiency in the world and dr rowan went over to india and he goes brian they're all cooking with adulterated oils and that's why india is the number one diabetic population in the world it's India, the southern Indians that are vegetarian. Yeah. They're number one. It's because they're all eating adulterated oils. Wow. 
Yeah, I was shocked. Professor, to hear that. This, this is too easy. This is like shooting fish in a barrel, and nobody's paying attention. And it's inexpensive. It's easy. Yeah. It's inexpensive. Takes no effort, and the benefits are infinite. Cancer and heart disease risk are minimized more than any other pathway, and you could prove it with the science. I mean, I've written books on this that that is enormous science, and it's there if anybody'd care to look. I found it. I don't know why they do. Well, you spent the time. You spent the time to do your research. Yes, I did. And everybody I show this to, I go, I, I just don't get it. Now, pharma will never get this because all they do is block and impede. So they don't maximize anything. That's not pharma's role. Cholesterol reductase inhibitor, beta blocker. They're very good at impeding and blocking pathways. And that works for a lot of things, but it will only get you so far. And most of the drugs they've come up with, they're already discovered. So... The diseases today, blocking and impeding is not the answer, and that's why they get nowhere. It's tragic. There will be no vaccine coming for, for this virus, by the way. You could remember I said this. They will say they have a vaccine, and when you see what the effectiveness of the, quote, vaccine is, it will be negligible. They won't be able to come up with it. The common cold is a COVID virus, by the way. Do they have a vaccine for the common cold? They've only had 100 years to work on that. The answer is no. <laughs> well, no. You'll be told it's, there's but, one, but it won't work. Yeah, But the scary part about the vaccine, Professor, is that they're, they're, they're messing around with the microRNA and DNA. Absolutely. And that is really scary for the future, and no one knows if it will become part of the of our genome if they force us to re, uh, get injected with it. And yeah, the cytokine are storm. horrible, by the way, for vaccines. We are made to have everything eaten. When you eat something, there's many areas of the body that can respond to it the way they're supposed to. When you inject something into the bloodstream, bypassing that, there's no way the body can respond to it properly, and the results are just horrible. There's so many vaccines out there that have very, very bad side effects. The HPV one is, is, is a big one. You know, when that came out, they tried to make it mandatory in Texas, and you had all these neurologic things happen to people that were just fine until these poor girls got the darn thing, and then they were irrevocably impaired it's horrible ladies and gentlemen just listen to what you just heard and what i've been talking to you about please stay awake don't fall asleep during this time uh it's hard nobody has any concentration anymore doc because they're efa deficient my big joke is everybody's an idiot but it's not their fault they don't (laughs) have the oils and i kid you not it is all tied to oxygen and blood flow and if you don't have that, lack of energy, being exhausted, is Americans' number one complaint. You should be able to go to bed at midnight and be up at 5 in the morning every day. Boom. Nobody does that. Trump may do it, but you know, there's a different reason. I doubt whether he's getting these oils. But outside of very few people that for some you know, genetic reason they can do it, most are exhausted all the time. They don't even know what feeling good is. They have no clue because they feel like absolutely all the time. That, that's a great point. I think people forgot what it is to feel healthy, and they oh, don't yeah. even know what healthy is. 
No, I was the same way. I used to have to have a nap at lunchtime every day, you know, when I was in my 20s. I'll never forget it because I didn't have these oils back then. And it was like, this can't be right, but I don't know what else to do. So you're stuck. You take all these supplements. They don't do a damn thing, of course, because it's all tied to these oils. Only these oils, especially the parent omega-6 and the GLA, uh, to make the mitochondria where the energy comes from, it's all mitochondrial, you can't get there. You can take every vitamin and mineral and every other supplement in the world. They won't do anything without this. This is so fundamental. It's what I tell all the physicians I consult with around the world. If you don't have this fixed, everything else is not maximized. You take this well, let, and it maximizes every other modality a physician may give. So just to summarize a little bit, I, I have always thought of the immune system as the operating system. Yeah. But the cell, cell membrane is the, the brain. Is the, brain of the body it really and, and is it's the not cell the nuclear. membrane but yes yeah, not the nucleus and and what, what dr professor peskin is saying if that cell membrane has lots of uh or oils on it uh rancid oils uh, that oxygen and 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 metabolites can't get in non-functional and out. it's non-functional the mitochondria which are the energy they're the ones that, that they're the little buggers that keep you going yeah, they're all gooped up with 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 rancid oil. They can't function properly, and why are we so sick? I mean, the the professor has told us it is and, because we're... and here's a, here's another big one. There's many more mitochondria per cell than there are cells. So you have 100 trillion cells. Every cell can have 20 to 1,000 mitochondria in it. So if they're all defective, is there any wonder we're all exhausted day and night? I never, you know, I never get enough sleep. Everybody's getting enough sleep. People today have more time on their hands than ever before. They're not working 18 hours a day, but they feel exhausted like they are. So it's a perceived thing, but it's all physiologic. Even how we are with road rage is physiologic. I'm always talking to colleagues about this, and I say this is not psychological. It has a physiologic cause when you're on the highway and, you know, people shoot, I'm in Texas, they shoot people, they honk their horns, they're all on an edge trigger to go nuts. You see all these shootings? You see all this police problem? They're all on the edge to begin with, and when you add the defective oils to it, it's the tipping point. Nobody gets that. You have these police, they all know they're going to be filmed, they all know they're going to go up before a tribunal, they all know they can go to jail and lose their pension, and yet they're still doing this stuff. So there has to be a physiologic reason because they're not stupid for crying out loud. They know this is going to happen, yet it's done anyway because they have no control over it. It's physiologic. It's absolutely it, – I'm not making it right. It's not right at all with what's happening today. But I can give a reason why it's so much more rampant it has nothing to do with the color of the person's skin or anything. These people are all on a tipping point, fight or flight, all day long. It's, it's tragic. Human beings are not designed to be this way, and we aren't built this way. Nature never meant to have adulterated oils come in so we don't work right. We do it to ourselves. I have to ask you one more question, and how about eating fish? Fish you can eat. 
because when you cook it, most of the oil goes away. And here's a big one. If you have fish oil, it exacerbates any diabetic condition. It puts your blood sugar up. There was about four major studies, and I looked at them all. Every patient taking fish oil raises the glucose level. And the lean fish, like codfish, was the best. You do not want an oily fish. And what are we always told? Eat oily fish to get the fish oil. <laughs> the worst Absolutely. thing you can possibly do, it's horrible. And most diabetics have elevated DHA levels in their bloodstream. So by taking fish oil, you are mimicking the blood levels of a diabetic. Is that really really what you want to do? Mimic a diabetic? You're crazy. You know, wow. I mean, nobody's told this. The journal no. articles are there. And there was a major one that that looked at this and and said the parent omega-6 rescues the mitochondria from the overdose of fish oil. That was their word, rescues. So it gets there, but it's in the Journal of Biological Chemistry. No physician's going to read that. They read JAMA, New England Journal of Medicine, Lancet, but they're not reading chemical journal articles or lipid journal articles that have what I am talking about. I live in those journals. Of course, I also read JAM and all the ones the doctors read, but you're treating clinical cases. They don't get into the biochemistry of it. That's not a journal's job. And that's why they don't know any of this. None of them do. Well, well, that, there's an important point right there, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, everything that the professor has said, and by the way, do, do visit his website, uh, brianpeskin.com. Uh, it, it's well worth it. Uh, there's some free stuff there. and there's, there's A lot of some free books stuff. You, a lot of free. Lot yeah, of free. And, and, and a lot of good information, and you, you should go visit that. And, All and the see. papers are there. The, the articles I write are there, and there's lots of them. You could spend a full day reading the papers I'm talking about, and you will just be amazed. Because it's yeah. all there. I'm not making this up. I live in the world of physiology and biochemistry. I do very little on my own. I've done two major experiments, and that's all I needed. One, increase the arterial flexibility and the blood flow, so I know these oils are working extremely well. And fish oil made the cardiovascular system worse. And you can measure this with digital plasmography. And another one I did with cancer tumors in mice and it impeded the rate of tumor growth superbly. So those are the two big things I cared about. And this was many years back because I verify the real-life results have to coincide with the science. When you have fish oil experiments and studies, they're opposite to what the science says, and that's insane. A trial should confirm the medical science, not be counter to it. Nobody cares anymore. Pharma could care less. They don't care about science either. Well, studies I, have I, replaced science. Studies have replaced science. Yeah. And studies I, I are like, open to misinterpretation and manipulation, like you, you said with the hydroxyquin drug and the the fraud. Right. But but you you understand statistics. You understand numbers. Yes. You, you, yes. You, you know about relative risk and absolute risk. So when you look yes. at a study, you look at it uh, – 99% of physicians wouldn't even know what to look for, to be honest with you. They're going to read I know the they abstract don't. For example, so, so people can know what you're talking about, a statin drug for cholesterol, 
the statin drug is 100% effective in lowering cholesterol. That's not the question. The question is, how does that translate to decrease heart attack risk? 1%. Now, I'm an engineer, so I go 1% effectiveness, that's 99% failure. I make 100 iPhones or 100 mobile phones, and 99 blow up in your face and don't work, you'd be fired. Well, not in pharma. Brilliant job, and they make $14 billion a year on statins that they will admit are 99% ineffective. Mm. It's, it's unbelievable. And it what really I is. tell people is, if they were so great, how is your cardiologist waiting room? There's nobody in there, right? <laughs> oh, no, it's overflowing. Yeah. How can that be when this is the be-all to end-all in decreasing heart attack risk? So it's even proven there in the cardiologist's own waiting room the stuff doesn't work. And yeah, nobody exactly. gets it. Nobody got, Nobody questions it. And it's, it's sad that the cardiologists themselves don't don't get no. it because if, if if all they're looking at is numbers, they're not looking at a system. And they don't have anything else. Right, That's what they'll also tell you because I'm asked this all the time. And I tell everybody, they don't have anything else. All they have is this. So is 1% better than nothing? Yes. It's pathetic, but they don't think there's anything else. They don't understand these. And in farm, in fairness to them, they have to have patents. Now, I have very strong patents for this that other people, that, that pharma wouldn't get because I, I, I specialize in this, and it took me 15 years to get these. And this is all I do. But pharma doesn't look at lipids physiologically. They only look at lipids in the bloodstream. Block and impede is what they do, and you're not going to block and impede your way to less heart attacks. You need increased blood flow, increased oxygenation, increased epithelial, the inner lining of the artery integrity. That's all maximizing something. That's not minimizing something. So they're 180 degrees wrong, the exact opposite of the methodology required. It's not that they're stupid. It's not that it's what they don't do. They don't do it. And, and you know, I tell people this all the time. Well, you're, you're really on the cutting edge. I mean, I know you've been doing this for a long time, but I just have to just keep getting the message out to the audience. Can't get it listen. enough. Can't get it enough because you're no, inundated because, with the yeah. opposite. Absolutely. I have to ask you one other question about the sure. parent essential oils because they a lot of a lot of optometrists, ophthalmologists now with this macular degeneration that's going it's around. It's huge, and and that's tied to these oils too in the eye. Uh, that, that's it, my it's question. It's the same thing. Absolutely, fish oil does nothing to help macular degeneration. Wet or dry, either way, does nothing, and it keeps on failing. And you can take vitamins and minerals till. You know, the cows come home, they're yeah. not going to help you either. And there's drugs that, you know, there's supplements that, you know, every ophthalmologist has. They don't do anything. Um, these oils are key to the integrity of every cell, including the eye. Okay. That, 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 that's a question that some people just Yeah, we've had numerous and... people, even dry eye. They're taking fish oil in huge dosages. And some of them have said, you know, it's helped. And I say, it may help that, but you are killing yourself. And they've read some of my work. And they say, the first thing is take the parent oils first. And within two months, the dry eye went away on, a, on, a, on about three of them. One was a professional writer. I mean, she's an author. She, she does books. So it was really hurting her. And I said, try this. And two, three months tops, 
major improvement. Took away the wow. problem. Yeah. So it worked. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, you've been listening to the, the, the world expert on, on parent essential oils, uh, Professor Peskin. BrianPeskin.com is his website. There's, like, as he said, lots of free stuff on there. I, when I heard his 2019 Boston uh, lecture on Lyme disease, I had to call him and say, you, you knocked it out of the park. Grandstand home run. Thanks, that was one of your better ones. And I've listened to a lot of your YouTube it's probably videos. The best, it's probably the best I've ever done because I have everything adds. You know, I may have an idea that, you know, it's going to help in this area. Then I'll read a paper on it, you know, the, because papers are always out there. But it's hard to find them. So I have doctors all over the world going, Brian, i got to show you this. Have you seen it? And, you know, Dr. Matheson in Canada sent me a few of them that just blew me away. It's like I can't believe they're publishing this and nobody's referencing it. Nobody. Wow. Yeah, so, so I'm very fortunate to have a, a nice network of physicians that right, if right, I don't you're, find you're them myself, brilliant. they'll send me them. So, so I do have help. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know, if you want to have less craving for sweets, decreased stress level, healthier skin, stronger nails. Yeah. Huh? Nails I, are epithelial, uh, by the way. That's how you can prove it, because most women especially have Hill Valley bumps on their fingernails, and they're weak as heck. You start taking these oils, every woman I've ever talked to, my nails are indestructible. I even have surgeons that use their nails in surgery to hold something. And they go, night and day, top, top, world-renowned surgeons are now using these oils for themselves and their patients to expedite healing. And it's just phenomenal. And and last but not least, but probably should be top on the list, natural anti-inflammatory. Yes. Right. And with COVID. Biggest Biggest problem in America is inflammation. And that is at the cause of heart disease and cancer. And what's it doing? What does inflammation do? Sucks up the oxygen. It's so simple when you understand the the, the basic points from physiology, which nobody looks at anymore. They look at biochemistry, but they don't look at physiology, and the answers are in physiology. And I've even asked physicians that teach this, don't most doctors today get schooled in physiology? Don't they get degrees in it? this teacher started laughing. It was an MD and go, no, it's too hard for them. They don't no. want it. They don't want to get an undergraduate degree in physiology. doesn't happen. Well, I would, I would dare to say most physicians have thrown their Guyton book away. You know, we yeah. used Guyton when I was in school because right. I got that, out in 1965, but I think they've thrown it away. But I, I find myself going back there and looking at it. It's incredible what, what, a, what, what 19, it was I'm looking at it right now, 19 editions. Leninger's Biochemistry, Organic Chemistry, and Textbook of Medical Physiology. I'm looking at all three right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean this, is, this is where I live, Harper's Illustrated Biochemistry. I mean, these are the books I live in. And when you're in medical school, you're looking at an isolated thing. You're not looking at systems. You alluded to that before. I'm a systems guy. What you eat is the input. Your body is the system. Your state of health is the output. So I put everything in engineering terms and mathematical terms where it has to be internally consistent, meaning anything I say cannot have a contraindication somewhere else. It has to all be consistent because that's the way the body's made. And you can't look at one system in isolation. It can't work great here, but kill you over here. 
It doesn't <laughs> right. make sense. And I hear people saying this stuff, and it's, you know, what the heck are you talking about? Well, it, Dr. Professor, this this has been a great program, and, and I know we can go further and further, but I want to close by saying that Benjamin Franklin said, we are all born ignorant, but yeah. one must work hard and very hard to remain stupid. So <laughs> it takes a uh, lot of effort today, and that's the problem. People get information, and they can't discern if it's right or wrong because it's it's easy with the internet. So it's information overload, but the person reading it can't discern is this true or not, and that's why we have fake news. They can't decipher it because their brains aren't working right. They're not getting the blood flow because of lack of these oils. It's not their fault, but they are stupid. IQs are decreasing 4% per decade. Per decade, 4% means 40 years from now, we'll have the average IQ being 40 points less. Uh, that's, or, 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 or 16 points less. But four points per decade is a big drop, a very big drop. And this has been going on for decades. We're getting wow. dumber and dumber because we're not getting these oils. And Alzheimer's and dementia is through the roof. You are not supposed to be getting this at all. Even in your 90s, it is not supposed to be heart disease Cancer, Alzheimer's, and dementia are not supposed to be in your future. You're just supposed to expire. And, you know, people always ask me, okay, big shot, you know, so what are you going to die of? It's like a clock just winding down, <laughs> a watch that's a manual watch. That's, right. that's natural causes, by the way. It's very rare you see anybody dying of, quote, natural causes. That means they didn't die of heart disease, cancer, or, or one of those things that they can nail a specific ailment or disease to you're not supposed to have a long drawn out death you're supposed to die pretty quickly and not be in a lot of pain and that's not the case today at all no you want to go like you blow out a candle or the watch runs down right that's That's the way it's supposed to be over over all right before we leave though i want to just mention on friday june 19th dr nass n-a-s-s and it's really horrible ladies and gentlemen uh, he discovered that hydroxychloroquine experiments were targeting patients who are were on a ventilator and shock and near death. They were hardly capable of giving any kind of consent, and they were given multiple high doses of hydroxychloroquine and other drugs whose combination was contraindicated. These patients died. I'll tell you more about that next week. But these were reported and, and backed by GlaxoSmithKline and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the UK government. Uh, The experiments were conducted at Oxford University on 1,542 patients. Of these 396 patients, or 25.7%, were on high doses of hydroxychloroquine that no one ever has been taking. So we have to talk about was, you know, what was the point of these experiments? Were they meant to fail, and did they kill people in, uh, because of them? So I'm not going to spend more time because I don't want to take away from Professor Peskin's message about parent essential oils. Uh, I think it's really important. Tell your friends about this. Uh, I This program is on Alexa, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts. Uh, 
any most most podcast platforms carry this. It is uh, episode twenty four, episode twenty four in season five. Guest professor Peskin, uh, talk to him about it. We'll have him on again. He's a great guest and he's really cordial and. Uh, he, he's just a wealth of knowledge, as you see. I mean, you're not going to you. hear anything like this from any other guest, and I've been doing this now over five years, that has okay. done the research. You know, you're not going to hear about uh, not having uh, uh, omega-3s uh, in the skin and how much the brain really needs and uh, how, how about the intima of the arteries. No, you're, you're, your doctors aren't talking about it, okay, They're, they're not talking about omega threes, omega sixes. They're not talking, especially they want you to take lots of omega threes. They have no idea that it doesn't work. No, they so, don't. Right? Am I? Is that? Oh, you're I, absolutely I, I, right. They actually right? believe it helps, but they told you statins didn't cause muscle wasting, didn't cause sexual loss, of that, didn't cause anything. Now there's a black box warning for te- for a decade. Yeah. They said, no, you're nuts. It doesn't do anything. Doctors can be delusional when they're prescribing something because they have to think it works. They don't want to hear it doesn't work, and it's giving me contraindications. They say, you're crazy. And I want to tell people, no, they're not. No, they're not. They're in fight or flight all the time because of lack of blood flow to the frontal lobe, which these oils will fix very rapidly, very rapidly. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Parent Essential Oils. Uh, Professor, can I give them the name of the the company that I'm using uh, to get these essential oils? I don't recommend any specific company myself because I'm just a scientist. But sure, you can say whatever you want. Uh, I I use a company called... Yeah, okay. I, I know you don't because you're 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 a scientist, but I I'm I use scientist only cool. and I don't want to get into yeah. FDA problems because no. you can't have supplements and talk disease prevention. So pharma has it pretty good. So I only talk science and I can tell people what they need to look for in a supplement, but I don't recommend any specific supplement because I can't Okay, so look, ladies and gentlemen, you know this show takes no advertising, it's self funded. We've been doing this for five and a half years. Uh, I can tell you what my wife and I take. We take Yes Supplement. It has the proportions and the plant ascent, the organic plants to get these oils from Yes. That's what I take. If you want to look them up, that's fine. It came from your host, Dr. Ron, uh, and I and I don't take one nickel from anybody. I, uh, this is all self-funded, and I do it because I want you to be the CEO of your own body. I want you to have information. I want to be able to have uh, that have vested interest, but give you the facts, just like uh, well, Mark I Friday, just the facts, man, just the facts. So uh, with that, uh, Professor, thank you so much for being such a gracious guest uh, with so much knowledge and uh, my pleasure. Thank you and appreciate your your charter with just the facts. That's rare uh, today, very rare. Yeah. Well, that, thank that, you. you know, I'm at I'm at that stage now where. Uh, I'm like uh, like in Gone with the Wind. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to close it out. Professor Brian Peskin, brianpeskin.com. Take a look at his website. And any questions, docronradio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com. If you go to, the, to Block Talk Radio, you'll see a, a link for Professor Peskin's prior uh, podcast on, on my program. And uh, 
Ladies and gentlemen, have a great, great week. Turn off that television. Don't get overloaded. And I was going to talk about Dalton's Law, but since we had a uh, an engineer here, and I was also going to talk about Frank Starling. I'll save that for next week when he can't uh, criticize my interpretation. So, <laughs> ladies and we'll, we'll see you next week. I sure week, it'll be fine. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, it's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house, doctor is in the house, doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain, call the doctor If you have a strain, call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week.